There's so much that goes into bringing a deal before investors. And I wanted to give you a peek behind the curtain of what happens before a deal makes its way into your inbox as an opportunity. Now, the process is fairly extensive and it's important to know what goes into bringing together a great deal. This is the Passive Real Estate Strategies Podcast, where we educate career-driven individuals who have tapped out their earning potential, learn about passive real estate investing so you can continue building your wealth without compromising your time or taking on more responsibilities. I'm your host and managing partner at Realm Investors, a multifamily syndication group who has helped multiply millions of dollars for our passive investors. Thanks for tuning in and let's get on with the show. A lot happens before a deal is actually brought to investors in a syndication and that's a good thing. You want to, as a passive investor, only be investing in and presented with the best and most selective deals. Now, there's two phases I'll break this process down into. The first phase is getting the deal under contract. And the second phase is that contracted phase where eventually investors are brought in. Now, first is getting that deal under contract. Uh, finding the deal is the biggest part here. Now, this is in some cases the most challenging aspect of what great investors do. Now, to find great deals, you have to underwrite a ton of deals. That means we're creating pro forma incomes, projecting expenses, bringing together insurance and taxes, operating expenses and debt, and shopping comparable properties both online and in person to create a solid estimation of what our rents can be and what our profits and our losses. Now, of course, this all happens after we've decided whether this neighborhood or market is one that we want to be in. So picking great neighborhoods and markets, we're analyzing crime, income, job growth, and who the tenant base actually is. The income growth is huge and something a lot of operators miss. It's tough to project a slow and steady increase in rent growth if that tenant population in that neighborhood or market is not seeing a growth in their income. And we're seeing this happen a lot right now in really hot markets where those C-class renters have really been pushed to their limit in terms of their income to rent ratios. And some operators are in trouble because they've thought that growth could continue at that level and the tenants just are not making enough money for that growth to continue. So once we've vetted the market and we're vetting the neighborhoods, we want to vet the deals. So how many deals does an operator look at before finding a good one? Now, it can really vary, but in our experience, we tend to send a letter of intent to purchase a property on about 1% of all the deals we underwrite. 1% of all the deals we look at tend to meet our strict criteria, and that's been consistent over the past few years now. So after we find that one in a hundred deal that we like, we present an LOI or letter of intent along with likely a few other investors who might also have seen the property. Now in the past, we've seen about one in every seven LOIs we send, we get a deal. Now this is because sometimes in the LOI process, other investors end up bidding the property too high for us and we don't want to push our principles to get the deal. So we'll back out of those. So we'll back out of about six before we end up getting that one and pushing that one into a contract process for a deal. So now that we've underwritten statistically 700 deals, we get our LOI accepted and our legal team starts crafting the purchase and sale agreement, or we'll call the PSA. Now, once the legal teams hit the ground running, it can take you know, up to 30 days or even more to iron out all the details of the PSA and finally get a ratified contract 
from us and the sellers. Now, once that contract is signed, we're officially in the contract period. Now, after that contract is signed and right when the contract period starts, starts the due diligence process. Now, generally 30 days is a pretty acceptable time, pretty standard time for that due diligence process to be. And it starts right when the PSA is inked. And that's when we get to take an even deeper dive into their books, into their bank accounts, and into the property by doing our physical inspections. That means we're bringing in more contractors, we're bringing inspectors, engineers, or anything else that the property needs. Now, when we conclude due diligence, we can adjust pricing if needed, if we found anything during the due diligence process that impacts the value to us, or we can continue with the existing terms as is. Now, once all that is done, then the deal will be brought to investors, typically as an email blast, we might make some phone calls, and that's when equity starts being raised. Now, while the equity is being raised, the banks are also working in the background to complete their process and their due diligence. Lending can sometimes take between 60 days to 90 days or even more in some cases. And all of that comes together to equal a smooth and timely close. So it's quite a process to get a deal through to investors. And one of the reasons why we close generally only a few deals a year is because it takes a long time to underwrite about 700 deals to put one under contract. Then there's a due diligence period. And only when a deal is polished up and ready to go is when our investors hear about them. Well, that's it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you're looking to learn more about passive real estate investments, make sure you head to our show notes and download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Passive Real Estate Strategies, where we reveal the ins and outs of the truly passive ways to invest in real estate. We'll see you on the next episode.